Is this real life? Hey there, citizens of the world. Welcome to the Real Life Podcast, where our mission is to inspire, connect, and empower the world to learn English the fun, natural, and real life way. We believe that English should not be a dry and boring school subject, but an inspiring and enriching lifestyle that you can practice and enjoy whenever and wherever you want. In this podcast, you will have lots of fun, learn plenty of new expressions, and drastically improve your listening comprehension. We'll also teach you the secrets of native pronunciation, connected speech, and help you tune in your listening and speaking to the rhythm and flow of English. So sit back, relax, and let's get on with the show. Oh yeah, what's going on? This is Chad from Real Life English, where we believe that listening to podcasts is a fun, natural, effective, and a badass way to learn English. So download this podcast now and listen to us while you are stuck in traffic, hang gliding, celebrating carnival, cliff jumping, or grooming your cat. <laughs> so let me introduce you to my co-host, the man who once performed mouth-to-mouth resuscitation on his cat, Justin Murray. Hey, how's it going? Nice to be here. And that story's not true. I, I would, though. You would perform mouth-to-mouth resuscitation on the cat? Yeah, I love my cat. What is mouth-to-mouth resuscitation? It's when somebody needs air, they're, they're, they're dying, and you bring them back to life. Yeah, like a lifesaver. Yeah. Yeah. Would you give your cat mouth-to-mouth resuscitation? If it worked. <laughs> cool. Nice. But what's new with you, Justin? What's all the news? Nothing, man. Just chilling. Yeah. Believe you celebrated a birthday recently? Yeah. Today, actually. Today, the day that we're recording this? Yep. Yeah. How you feeling? Feeling pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, it's another year, another adventure, right? Mm-hmm. You gonna be celebrating? Yeah, I'm not really sure. It kind of snuck up on me. What does snuck up mean? To sneak up on you means to come behind you like in a surprised way, in a surprising way. Mm. So you're not expecting it. Why did it sneak up on you? There are two reasons. First of all, there was Carnival this year, and then February has 28 days. Mm. So I'm always looking at February, like I'm th- expecting 31 days, mm. and so March hits really quick. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, you're right. 28 days, except for when it's a leap year. Yeah, what's a leap year? A leap year is every four years when February has 29 days. Okay, when was the last one? I have no idea. Do you know? No. no. You should know, because your birthday is in March. <laughs> Yeah, but I never pay attention to February. <laughs> okay, enough dilly-dallying, like always. It's time to move on and start this awesome show. We've got a lot of really cool stuff to talk about today. Let's start off with the shout-outs. You know you make me wanna okay, so today's shout-out, we've decided to give another shout-out to this member, this podcast listener, who we haven't given him a shout-out in a long time. Mm. But he's a really great member. He's from Argentina. Max Ahumada. Oh, don't about Max, man? Max, yeah. Max oh, man. Max. Yeah, Some like people a... call him Magic Max. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you <laughs> talking <laughs> about, Willis? I'm here, guys. Oh, <laughs> What's up, wow. Max? Check this out. Special guest in the studio today. This is not just a... Sh- this is more like a shout in, isn't it? It is. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I'm here in Brazil. I'm having a heck of a time so far. Yeah. We spent Carnival with him. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the highlights here in Brazil. So, like, coming here to visit us was the highlight of your trip or the carnival? I mean, my whole trip, I would say that the highlight would be carnival for one part 
And then what about the English, the real life English party? That was another highlight. Also. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. We did a picnic and a party. Ah, that was cool too. Yeah. yeah. So tell us a little bit about your 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 whole your trip. So first of all, where are you from? People who listen probably don't know where you're from. Well, some people know that I'm from Argentina, but where in Argentina I'm from, that's Catamarca. It's a northwest city, yeah. It took me four full days to get from Catamarca to Rio. So it so, was so a it Rio? long ride to Rio. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're speaking Portuguese, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I've been to two cities, Viaga, as they call it here, which is VH in English, Valerisanche. And uh, and the other one is Rio or maybe Rio. Yeah. I don't Rio. speak any Portuguese though. Uh, you're no. doing okay. Yes. Yeah. Rio de Janeiro. And uh, why did it take you four days to get here? Because I, it, I came by bus. By bus? Okay, yeah. There you go. So it was a long ride. I, I could have come here by plane, but the thing is, I had a free ride from my city, or actually Cordoba, to Camboriú. Because my brother-in-law owns a uh, bus company, so he didn't charge me a thing. Oh, so perfect. It was for free. Perfect. Uh, what's a brother-in-law, by the way? Brother-in-law would be the brother of my girlfriend. Oh, it's your girlfriend's brother. Oh, so yeah. in English we don't actually really call that a brother-in-law until you're actually married. Oh, okay, well, and I, actually in Argentina we just say brother-in-law, brother-in-law even okay. though you're not married. And so Max has been here is helping us out as well with Real Life English. She's been working with us, working for us a little bit, and we're combining his trip, his, his adventure with a little bit of business. So. When he goes back, he's going to be continuing to work for us a little bit. So that's been pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's also great to have him on the podcast because not only is he a longtime podcast listener, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's also, you know, a, quite a model language learner, English learner, because he's actually really incorporated the whole real life English about connecting his life to English. And as we can see, just talking to him, he's, he, he speaks English really well. He has a lot of insight into the language. Really good expressions as well. Thanks, thanks. The thing is to, to bring English into your life, to make it a part of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, English does not necessarily have to take a part of your day. You can do another acti- other activities while learning English, listening to podcasts. That's where uh, the Real Life English podcast is very useful. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So today's show is actually going to be about some of these expressions that Max has learned and you've been learning English for like three years, right? Three or four uh, years? Now four years, a little bit longer than that. So some of yeah. the ex- real life expressions that he's learned and how mm-hmm. they really, really help his communication and help his, mm-hmm. his cultural integration. Awesome. But before we actually go into today's conversation topic, let's move on to the new. Okay, so today's news story is hot off the press. Our man Max actually found it and just wanted to use this as today's story. So, without further ado, Max, would you like to read the headline for us today? Yeah, man. So, uh, the headline is, Meet the Texas man who wants to beat Ellen's record-breaking Oscar selfie. Okay, so let's just quickly break that down. What does selfie mean? Selfie? A selfie would be like the picture you take of yourself. At arm's length, that's a, a selfie. Yeah, they're kind of all the rage right now. On, or recently, I think Facebook has really supported many selfie photos. All the rage? All the rage means it's very popular and everyone is doing it. So let's go through this. Meet the Texas, the Texas man. Man from where? 
Texas. Texas. Where's Texas? United States. Yeah. South of the U.S., right? Yeah, it's a really big state. Uh, who wants to beat Ellen's record-breaking Oscar? What's record-breaking? To break the record, right? Yeah. But they're actually relating this to Twitter. Okay. How many times it was retweeted. So there was a picture, right? A selfie. By, who was in the selfie? Who took it? Uh, the selfie was taken by Ellen DeGeneres. Wasn't it Bradley Cooper that took it? Yeah, I mean, the owner of that picture, I think, is the guy who takes the picture, the snapper. At the Oscar ceremony last week, which is a, you know, a big ceremony to decide the Academy Awards for Hollywood films, or yeah. for films all around the world, Yeah. Bradley Cooper, a famous actor, we'll put this in the transcript, so download that, get a look at that. But he took a picture and all these celebrities are in it, right? Yeah, it's like the, the top celebrities. It's like got Bradley Cooper, it's got uh, Brad Pitt, it's got Angelina Jolie, it's got um, Julia Roberts, it's got, what's that guy's name? Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Oh. And a lot of other actors I don't even really know. But it was a huge hit on Twitter. It was the most tweeted selfie ever. Actually, Twitter broke down after this picture. Yeah, right. Because it, it like brought a lot of traffic thanks to that to that picture, and so Twitter. Why do you guys think the picture got tweeted so much? I have no idea why. <laughs> because, well, in my opinion, I think it's just like if you look at the picture, they look human. The actors, they look normal. It's not photoshopped. Mm -hmm. It's it's just they look like normal people. You're right. Yeah, you're you've right. got a point there. So people are like, wow, well, mm -hmm. this is reality, right? Yeah, yeah. So this Texas man, he actually wants to beat the record with a picture of him sitting on his couch with his two dogs. Really? He's got um, 165,883 retweets. In Ellen's? In Bradley Cooper's? Oh, I don't know. Do you know? Herself, he got 3.3 million retweets. Oh, okay. So it seems like he's still quite a way off, Ellen's, but he's getting there. Uh, just, just to quickly finish this off, it says... As of this morning, Shipman's photo has more than 43,000 retweets. Not too shabby for a guy who has only ever tweeted six times. That's a great fit in itself. I mean, he had only 20 followers before this picture. Mm -hmm. and, and now he, he's got so many retweets. I don't know how he managed to do that. It's, yeah. Yeah. What do they mean by not too shabby for a guy who has only ever tweeted six times? Not too bad. Not too bad, right? Yeah. You say not too bad. Good job. Pretty good job. It's not too shabby. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Did you say that in the US? Yeah. yeah. Say that, you know, for somebody who's like, this is not bad at all. Not too shabby. Yeah. So yeah, we wish uh, Terry a lot of luck. We hope that he actually manages to beat Alan's her record-breaking selfie. But uh, maybe we should give her a go. What do you guys think? Do you want to take a selfie here to commemorate that Max is here with us today? Let's do it, man. Let's, Let's do, do it. it, man. I'm down. All right. So I have my cell phone here, so maybe we can take it now. Yeah, let's do it you now. Guys let's, uh, let's just stand up. Yeah, there you go. Selfie. Ready? One, two, on three. Everyone say, everyone say cheese. Okay. Cheese? Cheese, yeah. Okay, that's Australia. Yeah, you <laughs> say that, right? Cheese? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Are you guys ready? Get position. There one, two, go. three. Everyone say cheese. Cheese. One, two, three. Cheese. cheese. <laughs> All right. There you go. That's the new Real Life English podcast selfie. Why do we say cheese? Cheese, I think it's because when you say that word, it makes your mouth smile. But uh, there you go. Another random real-life English news story. Thanks, Max, for choosing that one. It's very Anytime. nice. Anytime. Yeah, and thanks for taking the selfie with us. Yeah, man. <laughs>
right. That selfie we can post onto the transcript. And let's try to get more shares than Ellen. Yeah, that's right. Maybe we can do do this. Definitely, man. We We we, can do If this guy could do this, maybe we... Why shouldn't we? We have 52,000 Twitter followers. Oh, yeah. Follow us on Twitter if you're not already, by the way. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's move on to today's conversation topic. What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you... All right, guys, so today's conversation topic is all about colloquial language, slang expressions, and maybe some cultural references, depending on nationality, whatever country you come from, things like this. So, uh, Max, would you say you have got a good grasp on, I don't know, colloquial language, a colloquial side of English? I do like slangs. Or should I rather say slang expressions? I did listen to the last podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, slangs, slang expressions, colloquial expressions are, I think, are, vital, are of vital importance if you want to be a well-rounded English speaker. Yeah, well-rounded speaker. What does that mean? Yeah, I mean, complete, not mm-hmm. only knowing, in this case, academic language, but also slang expressions. Yeah. Slang expressions, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So... I have this metaphor, like you wouldn't go to a beach wearing a suit and a tie, right? So maybe this applies to a, a language context. You, in some, in, in certain contexts, you wouldn't use academic expressions, but rather slang expressions. Yeah, I agree yeah? totally. Yeah, like, uh, but where where do you learn this? I mean, for anyone who wants to, maybe someone who, obviously, people who listen to our podcast, they realize that we're not teaching them so much academic English, but what other stuff have you used to kind of pick up these slang expressions, the colloquial language? Have you, you haven't tra- have you traveled to an English-speaking country? No, never. Okay. I'm an avid fan of rap music. I've been listening to rap music for a long time, and you know, guys, uh, what they talk about in, in, in those songs, they, they use a lot of uh, slang expressions. Mm-hmm. A lot of, maybe even some kind of vulgar stuff as well, I yeah. guess. Yeah, actually, Swear words. Uh, yeah, exactly. Actually, I've never, get, I've never got to, to use those expressions, but I have an understanding of what they mean mm-hmm. and in what context they should be used. So you don't walk up to people in a formal situation and say, Yo, what's up, bitch-ass motherfucker? No, I've never said that. <laughs> <laughs> but do you, do, do you walk up to people and say that? <laughs> of course not, of course not. <laughs> I mean, like, it's funny you mentioned rap music and rap culture because I also really like rap music and I obviously I'm really familiar with all of the terms that they use and I actually use them a lot, but when I use them, it's kind of... It's a joke. It's a joke. Yeah. Being sarcastic. Yeah, yeah I know that. I mean, all my friends, I'm like, yo, what's up, Holmes? Yeah. You know, it's kind of yes. like Latino, mixture of like Latino, English, rap music. What about you, Justin, man? You, you don't really use much slang, do you? Yeah, I do. I mean, I use like, sub, peace out, things like that. Yeah. And those those are informal, definitely. Mm-hmm. But they, they come from rap music. It's just more mild. It's more relaxed. Mm-hmm. It's more, um, not as offensive, maybe. Okay. A lot so of... what? Wait. So let's go back. You said sup. You didn't say what's up. Yeah. yeah that's a very rap to just say sup. Sup, man. Yeah. You might, you might say like sup G. Sup G. G. What's G? G is gangster. Yeah. yeah. And if if you ever met me, you'd realize that I have nothing to do with gangster culture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, Justin's I, got all these gold chains coming off him. He carries uh, guns. But the 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 root of a lot of like 
middle class, you know, white American slang actually comes from like like ghettos. Mm. And so it seems like the the best language, the colloquial, always comes from that, and then it gets integrated into the rest of the the country. Yeah, and and, and now that I'm living with you guys, this is a true native English speaking environment, so I am trying to use these words and one of my favorites are is G. What's up G? Or maybe what are you doing, dog? It comes from rap music, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, dog. Hey, really what's up, dog? Yeah. yeah but we kind of have, we have an interesting mix in this house right now because, like, Chad, for example, is Australian, so he uses all these expressions from there. And these expressions that I never even realized were Australian. Now I'm like, I yeah. <laughs> I don't hear them in the United States, and I say them to an American, and they're like, "What? What's that? What does that mean?" Like, what can you think of any of these expressions? Like, hey, and then I rocked up. <laughs> to rock oh, up. Yeah, to rock up, or are you keen on? Okay, there you go. Rubbish. It's just I don't think that's <laughs> slang really, but like rubbish is garbage. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I never say garbage. I always say rubbish. And are, are you keen on? Is like, do you want to do something, or are you are you up for this or yeah. down for this? Maybe do you fancy doing something? Do you fancy. say that? I do say that. But like, maybe you in America, you also. Say I would that. no. I would. No? I would okay. definitely. It's very British. British, which okay. Australia uses a lot of that. But yeah, I mean, like, so let's just go through this. Keen means that you're interested. I often use this. If I invite someone to do something, I might say, "I'm going to go grab some food." You keen? Would you ever say that? I, I would say that now because because I've spent yeah. so much time with you. Okay. Rock up. You never say rock up. Rock up means to arrive. I'd say that. What time did you rock up? Yeah. What time did you get there? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, I guess rock up is definitely a, a slang term. I'm not sure if it's Australian slang, but it's definitely a way like kind of indicates the slang that indicates. Um, where you're from and maybe like a certain connection you have to people and a certain kind of like maybe outlook on the world yeah well it definitely kind of forms your 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 cultural influence i mean if you're even if you're from argentina and you speak like an american rapper i mean oh this guy just loves rap music because he's like yo what's up g so yeah rap music is not really the 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 kind of style i follow or i try to get to in order i mean speaking wise mm -hmm. but i do listen to rap music and i really like it and so i understand a lot of the expressions being used there but it's not actually the model i try to emulate mm -hmm. gotcha yeah. yeah nice well a lot of times i think slang is definitely like a playfulness of language would you agree yeah Definitely. Like you're, you're, you're really creating this role for yourself and, and you're not taking yourself so seriously. Mm -hmm. So you play with the language and you can make a mistake or whatever, but it's, it's, it's definitely something that's very, very important for language learners. So they don't, they don't get so scared and they don't really mm -hmm. get locked into the formal English where they have to make everything right and mm -hmm. correct. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like sometimes if you already know the slang terms and you can use that in a second language and even if you aren't so fluent in that language, but you use these, these, this terminology, it can kind of help you to adapt to that culture a lot easier. And connect well. to people. And connect to people, definitely. Yeah, and in, uh, I think it's important to say that if you're a non-native English speaker, as myself, you should be aware of what words are slang and what are uh, maybe more formal, because you don't want to mix them up in the wrong situation, do you? Yeah. And sometimes I remember a Brazilian guy that I met in Australia, and his English was, you know, very intermediate, maybe even lower intermediate, and he, he would always use these slang terms, like, I remember one time I asked him, I said, hey, uh, hey Pedro, how was the party last night? He's like, oh man, I was off the hook. Oh man. And I was like, off cool. the hook? Yeah. Nice, <laughs> like, nice term, but where did you learn that from? You know, it's it's such a 
very advanced kind of way of using the language because it's such a, a slang term and his English is kind of a very low level. So I was very surprised and straight away I was like, wow, where did you learn that, man? That's awesome. And do you know what that means off the hook? Yeah, like I could use another expression similar to that off the charts. Maybe? Off the charts, off the chain, I think I've heard before chain, as well. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're all the same thing. It just means it was, it was really good. It's yeah. just a, a very, would you say it's kind of a rap slang as well as off the hook? I don't know. No. But you don't, you don't always, you don't want to be always saying, this is good, this is bad. You want to, to kind of give color to your language. And so you, you, this is when these slang expressions come into play. They're useful for this. Mm -hmm. And this is why it's important to maybe play around with your friends and get a feel for it. It's yeah, really, really important. A, a lot of people will say like, oh, I just want to learn English for business or whatever. Mm -hmm. But if you look at how somebody learns a language, like a child grows up learning the informal and that goes into the formal because they mm -hmm. have sort of like a social structure to support them learning the, the formal language, right? Yeah, yeah. And so you can't just like go from zero to business English. You're missing a lot of things in there. Yeah, You're yeah. not really connecting to the life of the language. Yeah, and I think yeah, maybe not even necessarily these slang terms that are so connected to a specific cultural group, but just informal language in general. I mean, like, for example, Trevor. Trevor's from California. So if you guys were to start using some of his terms that he uses, just some examples might be gnarly. <laughs> oh, that's gnarly, dude. It's like, oh, that's yeah. so California. I would never say that. But now living with him, I, I, we, we worked together for a long time. I... I've said this before, I'm like, oh my god, why would I say that? It's so Californian. Yeah. Oh, but by the way, if you want to learn more about, especially, I guess, Californian slang as well, we have the free ebook, 101 Words You Won't Learn at School, written by Trevor. So there's a lot of cool slang tones you can get from that. We'll link that into the show notes. That's a special gift from both from Trevor, but from us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys are going to be so stoked. It's totally gnarly. <laughs> Cowabunga. Cowabunga, uh, man, that's like Teenage Mutant Ninja. It is, like. yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't know. So, you have slang and then you have connected speech. It seems like a lot of people are confused, like words like um, gonna, wanna, gotta, mm -hmm. with yeah. slang. Is this slang or is this connected speech and where do you sort of separate these? Well, I think it depends on how you look at language in general. Like, my perspective on this would be that languages continues to evolve and evolve. So if you go back to like traditional English, like British English, people that are very formal, they'll probably tell you that it's wrong because they always fully pronounce their words. I'm going to go to the store. But do they really? I think people that are very fundamental, you know, English professors and things like that. But I think because we've kind of evolved, the reason we say gonna instead of going to, because it flows more, it's easier, it's become like a rhythm, a different kind of rhythm. Yeah, and that, that has to do with the economics of a language. When you when you speak, you want to flow better, as you're saying, mm -hmm. and so you shrink words together. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm curious, how have you really learned this economy of speech, this connected speech? How, how, has, how has it been for you? Because it's not something they really teach in most schools. Well, partly because I'm a self-taught student. On the one hand, I've, I've kind of realized by myself that the way speakers, native speakers speak, is not the same we are sometimes taught in school. On the other hand, I study English, I study uh, to be a translator and a teacher, and so uh, in a school I have this uh, subject, in university actually, uh, phonetics, and they have taught me the correct way of saying things. The, so you learn the, the theory of it? 
the theory, yes, not so much practicing, but the theory of it, and uh, what non-native speakers have to do is to, they have to take advantage of every moment they have the opportunity to speak, and uh, if they have any native English speaker as a friend, that's the best that can happen for them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this is this is something that's not slang, and I think the industry a lot of times like confuses it too. They'll say like the way kind of we we shrink and connect our words and cut them. This is they'll say it's slang, but this is connected speech. Yeah. So it's not really slang. Yeah. So if you're I in a agree. more formal situation, you can change your intonation. Maybe you can speak more clearly and enunciate things. Like if I'm speaking with non-natives, I'm probably going to say like internet because I'm trying to consciously okay. yeah communicate. Yeah. This one time a friend of mine, he went to the US and he's an Australian and he went to buy some batteries and he said he went to the uh, store and he's like, yeah, can I have a battery please? And the person's like, what are you talking about, man? He's like, oh, battery. <laughs> he's like, what? He's like, oh, battery. You know, he had to really pronounce the battery because people didn't understand battery. <laughs> yeah, there's some people who just don't, don't understand accents, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. But uh, I guess that pretty much wraps up our conversation's topic for today. Yeah, and it's really great to have Max here to be talking about this topic because he's actually been helping us create and, and develop this, this podcast transcript. If you haven't seen it yet, you can download it. Uh, you have all the uh, connected speech actually highlighted in the transcript, but Max has actually made a few other adjustments, right, man? Yeah, that's true. I have, I have a PhD in with... Uh the phrasal verbs and uh, also some grammar points I thought it would be uh, useful for learners to know about. Because I think it, it improves the quality of the transcript and it's helpful. Yeah. I mean, as, an, as, a, as a non-native speaker and as someone who have learned the language, I, I haven't mastered yet and I, I'm never going to do that, but... Yeah, man, phrasal verbs are a bitch, right? <laughs> phrasal verbs. I like them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they're difficult to understand from a lot of people. Yeah, because they have so many meanings and there's so many of them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And again, a lot of people also think that phrasal verbs are, you know, informal expressions, which no. they totally aren't. Not all of them. Yeah. yeah. So, we are going to move on to the question. Oh, yeah. Not just anybody. Alright guys, so today's question in relation to the conversation topic is all about slang expressions and today we're going to teach you five ways to say cool or five other ways to say cool related to slang expressions. Sweet. Sick. Legit. Chill. Dope. Oh yeah. So they were the five ways to say cool. Should we actually explain them? No. Take care, guys. <laughs> I'll see you guys later. <laughs> sweet, but sweet, right? You have sweets. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe sweet. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's sweet, like the flavor. It's a sweet flavor. Do you guys say that a lot in the U.S.? Yeah, we say it all the time. Okay. And I'll say like sweet man. Sometimes I'm actually afraid of like communicating the wrong intention to somebody if I don't know very well. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if I say sweet man, I don't want the person to think I'm saying that he's a sweet man. Yeah. And yeah, sometimes sweet is like a response to mm -hmm. some to something someone has said. Maybe you say, we're going to do this, this, and this. I'm going to say, sweet, man. Let's do it. Yeah, sweet. Sick. Sick. Yeah. It means you're, you're sick? It doesn't mean you're sick. No, again, just means cool. Again, it's kind of often used as a response, I think, too, when I might say, hey, there's going to be an awesome rock show tonight, my leg. Sick. I love that band. That show is sick, man. That show is sick. 
next one, legit. It's pretty legit. That show was legit. Too legit to quit. Too legit to quit. Legit. Another way to say cool. I think it comes from the word legitimate. Yeah. Am I right? But legit right? is a totally legit, legitimate word, right? It is. Legit. So you can be like, no, that, that document is legit. That, that, um, yeah, but that would be into the formal realm. Yes. The, the literal application of it, right? Yeah. So uh, legit, is, maybe he's a legit singer. Yeah. Hey, Max, you like the rap group Jurassic 5? Sure, man. That band is legit. Yeah. So I think it comes in the face of, or maybe like, if people have heard this band has a great reputation, right? Mm. That to, to say that that band is legit, maybe it means like it, it's not like fake. Exactly, yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably the origin. Maybe people yeah. don't really associate that anymore. So maybe there's like an authenticity to it. Yeah. Next one? Chill. Chill. So this is like cool, isn't it? Kind of. To chill. To chill a drink is to put it in the refrigerator, but not make it frozen, just to oh, make okay. it lightly chilled. And if you heard the way, actually, I, I said, Chad asked me what I was doing, and I said, chilling. Mm-hmm. When you're chilling, this is a verb, too. It just means like you're relaxing. Yeah. Chilling yeah. out. Not yeah. doing anything important, just... Yeah. Uh, this is important, though, so I wasn't just chilling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, another way to say, cool, last one is... Dope. Dope. Which means that shit was dope. Well, dope is actually a drug, literally, yeah. right? It's drugs. It could be like a, another term for marijuana. Dope. But it can also be cool now. Like, yo, that was dope. So dope is a dope way to say cool. It's dope. It's dope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, uh, hopefully that answered all your questions and you have really expanded your vocabulary with these five cool ways to say cool. And uh, also, if you want to see something else that's really dope and it's really freaking sick, is the transcript lesson. It is. It'll yeah. make your experience of listening to this podcast a lot better. You're going to learn more. Yeah. Max, the fact that we have you here today, and I know you've learned a lot of English through music, would you yes. like to maybe suggest a song to play these guys out with? Uh, yeah, definitely, man. I was thinking about uh, a song. Uh, it's called Elana, and that since we've been talking about the, the Silent T, Lana, Lana remix by Jermaine Dupree. That's a cool song, a dope one. Nice, <laughs> yeah. Alright, so we're gonna play you out that song. Max, thanks a lot for being here today. Yeah, and let me say this, we're gonna drop the lyrics in the transcript, so check it out. Oh, yeah. Alright, guys. Have a good one. See you guys later. Peace out, guys. Catch you later. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Call me the mayor. Monday night, you know things change with time. Magic City back looking like 89. All my homies on the south side up in the Ritz. Tuesday night, the velvet room, same shit. Wednesday, strokers, I don't go no more. Cause they don't know how to treat you when you come through the door. Thursday night was pushed, but we moved the fuel. And I be up in the booth, drunk, acting the fool. Friday night, at Kaya, they still got love. And the shark bar be popping like it's a nightclub. Saturday, still off the he's it for she's it. You can find me up. Up in one tweezy Sunday, getting me some sleep, please. I'm on my way to the deck to hit jazz and tease. Holla. Hey, yo, I'm from New York, man. Representing NYC to the fullest. Gats are killing. Heads be ducking in New York, be busting. Take that. 
Welcome to New York, motherfuckers, where we don't play. And out of towners get got like every day. And a gangster's a gangster in every way. Sitting on 22s, just with long money, dude. Now the dawn's on it. Did he shine on it? Tell Flex to run it back and drop a bomb on it. Sunday, we laying low in Halo. Sipping Chris and we straight. Monday, we go to Bungalow 8. Tuesday, I'm in spa, drunk, doing the shaking. For the rest of the week, we just follow the freaks. You can spot us out of town by the way that we walk, the way that we talk. Cocky to stay in New York. Hot now, top down at the Ruck game. New coupe, no roof, player, what's my name? Now Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, Staten, Uptown, what now? Let's make it happen. New York, motherfuckers. If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. We still here, and we built it for more new towns. We say St. Louis ain't hip hop. Dirty, we hop to us hip. I'm a lunatic with too much grip to let us slip. I'm so St. Louis, ask my tattooist. I was like the water boy, now they saying. I'm baby Huey, one of the best in the Louis. Sip Louis, smoke Louis, dressed in Louis. Home of back porches, chucks in Air Forces. Old school costly, trailblazing like Portland. The girls are the best, like Travis with fat asses. I call them gimme girls, they always tell me I can have it. All got habits, marijuana the static. Five two cats and coats with automatics. St. Louis is the truth like Sojourner. Don't need a burner, we learn from Ike Turner. I tried to told you don't cross that bridge without permission from them St. Lunatics. Ladies and gentlemen, we got the big Snoop Dogg in the house tonight. He just came from off tour, and he wants to tell y'all a little bit about where he come from. Palm trees, bad bitches and wannabes uh-huh. OGs like me, eating on policies uh-huh. Now latest, jelly beans and wallabies uh-huh. Real niggas from the set are hardly ever seen yeah. Mostly heard, sell a bird off the kisser Then when we dip, we hop it, then we swizzers A lot of homies like to wear the piss on Hair longer than hers, sharp with the piss on <laughs> Doggy this off, you know I like the piss on yeah. Like Kobe the Shaq, so take that, take that, take that. Long beaches <laughs> on the motherfucking map The city by the sea, R.I.P.J.D. You know about the LBC uh-huh. My niggas love them stillers Cold-hearted killers yeah. Real cat pillars uh-huh. Real niggas fillers Ain't no swillers no. A lot of dope dealers oh. Bang, dicky dang dang Dog pound, gangster crip gang Yeah, we do the damn thing damn Go dang. to Pomona, scoop up cocaine Head to the church house to get a little workout uh-huh. Smoke out, drink up Now put your bank up It's all on me I got a scenery to stank yeah. up Crank up the beat Raise up the heat I'm throwing a black party on 2-1 streets for sure Welcome to Atlanta Remix, hey And we ride on them things like every day Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming And parties don't stop till 8 in the morning Welcome to Atlanta where the players play And we ride on them things like every day Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming And parties don't stop till 8 in the morning